highly stressed. So your body's kind of in that fight or flight mode. It's not really absorbing all those great nutrients that we just talked about from the great foods that you're eating and it's not nourishing your gut either. So you're not getting those benefits out of it as well. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Welcome back, everyone. I am here, just me, for a solo episode. And today we are talking all things immunity. So I wanted to share my best lifestyle and nutrition tips on how you can naturally support your immune system so you can feel your best all year round. Our immune system's job is to protect the body from invaders such as bacteria, viruses and fungi. Think of your immune system as a soldier, so a big, strong soldier with a massive shield doing its bit to protect you and your body. So today I'm going to give you my top tips on how to naturally support a healthy, functioning immune system from the inside out. So let's get into it. The first one I'm going to talk about is sleep. Now, I cannot stress how important sleep is, not just for your immune system, but for your general health and well-being. Sleep is the essential time that our body requires to rest, recover and rejuvenate. Sleep contributes to both innate and adaptive immunity. When we sleep, there is an increased production of cytokines associated with inflammation. And we produce a hormone called melatonin, which is our sleep-promoting hormone that may counteract the stress that can come from inflammation during sleep. So basically, when you go to bed, it's the time that your body requires to recover from the day that was, for your muscles to recover, for your mind to recover. It's such a healing time, and that is why it's so important to make sure that we really focus on our sleep, not just for immune, but for every single thing. Um, So when we sleep, our breathing and muscle activity slows down dramatically, freeing up more energy for our immune system to perform these immune healing functions. So obviously when we're sleeping, all our body is focusing on is breathing and sleeping. So when you're awake, you're thinking of a million things, you're doing a million things, you're on the go, it's a a lot more crazy. So when you're sleeping, that is such a beautiful time for healing and nurturing your body. Now, eight to nine hours is my go-to. So I always, always, always recommend to everyone and to myself to make sure you aim for eight to nine hours a night. Now, of course, I understand that everyone has different lifestyles. Some people have children that keep them up and, you know, maybe just you don't have that time at night and that's okay. And that is why it's really crucial and important to make sure that the sleep you are getting is restful and rejuvenating. So it's really important to create a bedtime routine that works for your lifestyle, that works for you and is going to help you maximize the amount of sleep that you can get every night. So I'm going to go through a few points of the things that I think are most important. Now, my first one is no phone or screen time at least one hour before bedtime. If you can have it more, so if you can go two hours or three hours, amazing, but at least one hour before bedtime. Now, 
screens emit a blue light which disrupts your melatonin production, which is your sleep hormone. It also tells your mind, you know, if you've got this blue light in your face, it your mind thinks it's still daylight, that it's still time to be up and about, and it's not preparing for rest. It's not preparing for sleep. So getting rid of that screen time, you know, getting off your phone, getting off Instagram, getting off Netflix, turning the TV off, and really unplugging from every kind of blue light that you can is essential before bedtime. Not just getting rid of the blue light, but it's also reducing the amount of radio frequencies that are going on, whether it's in your bedroom or just in your house in general. And that's just going to help you feel a lot calmer. Now, the next one is, well, instead of leading on from the other one, instead of being on your phone, journal before bed. Now journal, I cannot recommend journaling enough. I love journaling. I'm a big fan of journaling. If you ever meet me, the first thing I'll tell you to do is to start journaling. I think it is such a beautiful practice that everyone can do at least once a day because what it does is it just helps you to release and let go what is on your mind. It helps you to reflect on the day so you can go to bed feeling grateful and also letting go of whatever is keeping you up. So you know, if you are someone that stays up all night and you can't switch off and you're constantly thinking or something has happened in your day that has really, really stressed you out, journal about it. It may not fix your life problems, but it's going to help get it off your mind. You know, if you don't have anyone there that you can speak to, or you don't feel like speaking to someone, write it down and let it go. I find this to be such a healing practice for myself. I find that it helps me release and let go. And like I said, I always end my journaling practice with something I'm grateful for. And in that moment, you do, you reflect on your day and you're like, you know what, this bad thing may have happened, but all of these good things happen and I feel really great. So instead of being on your phone, get out a journal and start to make that one of your practices because it's going to help release what's on your mind and help you to feel calm. Now, next one is deep belly breathing or meditation to help calm the mind and relax the body. So when you practice deep belly breathing and you take a really deep breath in through your nose and then you feel your belly expand, you hold that breath and then you slowly start to release that breath. What it actually does when you do that practice over and over again, it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is a branch of your nervous system, which activates your body to feel calm. It's your rest and restore branch of your nervous system. So just by doing that deep belly breathing, not only is it great for your mind, but it's it's actually going to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the calming side of your nervous system. So you it takes you out of that fight and flight mode that we're pretty much in all day just because we are always on the go. So start deep belly breathing. If you, you know, I find that guided meditation is good, but again, you're going to have it on a device. So it's going to be on a phone, it's going to be on a computer, and we're trying to reduce that. So I find that just sitting in bed and counting your breath. So five in, one at the top, five out, and continue to do that, your mind will reconnect with your body. It will reconnect with your breath. And if your mind starts to wonder, that's fine. Just bring it back and start counting again. And it's just such a simple way to, like I said, reconnect and um, activate that parasympathetic nervous system as well. So do that when you're in bed. 
Next up is focus on your environment. Your environment is going to make a huge difference when it comes to sleep hygiene. So basically we want to let all our senses know that it's bedtime, you know, and we do this by dimming the lights. I find that as soon as the sun goes down at nighttime, start to dim the lights in your house. Don't have bright lights on everywhere because this is going to make your brain think that it's daylight. So start to really add in that calming presence into your house. And dimming the lights is the first way to do that. And having a really dark bedroom as well. Next up is try aromatherapy. So diffuse a really calming essential oil in your home and something like lemon balm, lavender are really calming and relaxing for the body. So try something like that. And also get your bed and your pillows comfy and plush, you know, really create a comfy environment for your bed. I know personally that if my bed has not been made and my or I've been sitting on my bed before bedtime and it's all messy... I can't get in it. I, I won't be able to relax. I need to make my bed. I need to tuck my sheets in. My pillows need to be all perfect. And then I can get in bed and I feel relaxed. I feel like I've done something. It's great. So, you know, really make sure that your environment that you're sleeping in is, you know, as peaceful and as calm as you can make it. Okay. So really focus on that as well. Um, and the last one, is more of a supplemental type thing, but magnesium oil, it is incredible. So if you haven't tried magnesium, basically it is a miracle mineral. It is involved in 300, over 300 enzymatic reactions in the body. And it is amazing for calming your nervous system and relaxing your muscles. Now, a magnesium oil is beautiful because it's actually absorbed pretty rapidly into your body. Um, So I find that by rubbing this on my belly and on the bottoms of my feet and on my legs, it just helps the muscles to really relax. It helps me to calm down and it's just easy. You just rub it on your body and straight in bed and you're good to go. It's just going to really help um, speed up that relaxation process. So they're my tips for creating a bedtime routine. Now, obviously, I've gone through quite a few and it's up to you to pick the ones that work for you. You know, don't think that you need to do everything or that's the perfect way of doing it. The perfect way of creating a routine is whatever works for you. So if one or two of those things work for you, then go for it. If something else works for you, then go for that. Um, But really creating a beautiful bedtime routine, getting in those eight to nine hours every night, or just really making sure that you're having quality sleep in the hours that you do sleep is essential for a healthy immune system. Now, the second is sunshine. The sun is important because it emits ultraviolet B, UVB rays, which when hits our skin, works with the cholesterol in our skin cells to provide energy for vitamin D synthesis to occur. So basically, so our body can use the vitamin D. Um, We require vitamin D for so many functions in the body, which is why it's important that we're topping up our stores every day. So because we use it, um, our body burns through it really quickly, getting out in the sun is the best way to top it up, you know, making sure you're making that time every single day. Now, it is suggested you only need about 15 to 20 minutes of direct sun exposure to really top up your vitamin D stores. So get out there every day and get that vitamin D into you because like I said, it helps with so many functions in the body. Not only that, it's actually one of the most common deficiencies in Australia. Crazy because we have so much beautiful sunlight here. Um, 
But yes, just get out there and soak it up. It's so vital and important. Now, you can also supplement vitamin D. However, I'd suggest making sure you go and see a doctor first, get your bloods done and just making sure that it actually is a deficiency for you. And then you can look at supplementation. Now, it also comes in smaller doses in foods, so foods such as mushroom, cod liver oil and eggs. But like I said, the amounts are small and when you cook it um, and you add it to heat, it can sometimes kill off that great vitamin D benefit. A little fun fact about mushroom and vitamin D that some of you may or may not know is that if you are using mushrooms in your recipes, before you slice them up and and get them ready, pop them out into the sun for about 20 minutes because they actually act as a sponge and they will absorb the vitamin D from the sun rays. So it's pretty cool. So you can get little sponges of vitamin D just by using your mushrooms. Now, if you do that, I would would advise adding them into a salad, eating them raw, um, just so you get the most benefits out of it. So not only do you get the benefits from the vitamin D, you also get the benefits from being outside amongst nature and amongst the fresh air. Nature in itself is so healing. You know, it's you go outside, it's a natural stress reliever. You're among trees, you're near the beach. It's calming, it's relaxing. So you kind of get that double whammy. You get all the benefits from the vitamin D, but you also get those great stress-reducing benefits as well. So, you know, being outside, outside, soaking up sunshine is essential for your general health and well-being, but also for your immune system. So like I said, 15 to 20 minutes a day really is all you need. So get it on your arms. If you can get it on your face, on your belly, you know, places where it's going to be absorbed easily, then go for it. Um, So nice as well. Just be out in the sun and enjoying the fresh air. Now, the next one is whole foods and nutrients. So the best way to support your body, your mind and your immune system is to ensure you are nourishing your body every single day. Whole foods contain very important vitamins, minerals and antioxidants that can really support your immune system. So malnutrition can impair the production and activity of immune cells and antibodies, which can impact the function of our immune system. Nutrients support this process by working as antioxidants to reduce inflammation, growth and activity of immune cells and produce antibodies. A highly processed diet rich in refined sugars and artificial ingredients, um, so all your processed stuff, all your real packaged um, goods and foods that you can find at the store, can impact the absorption of these nutrients as well as impact our gut health. Now, when I say that, I mean constant consumption every single day, every meal, all the time. You know, um, it, that leads to gut health issues and can really... Well, it's lacking the nutrients already, so you're not going to be there. They're not going to be there for you to absorb. So the gut, so I'm going to get into the gut a little bit. It houses 70% of our immune system. So that, sorry, sorry, let me do that again. So the gut houses up to 70% of our immune system. So that is a huge percentage. So that's why it's important to make sure we're populating our gut with beneficial bacteria. We're nourishing our gut and really supporting our gut to function at its best. You know, giving it what it needs, making sure it's thriving and healthy and, and full of the good stuff. Because if your gut isn't functioning properly and there's an issue going on there, then seven those 70% of your immune cells that are in your gut 
gut aren't going to be working the way that you want them to be working. So it's really important to focus on gut health when it comes to um, supporting your immune system. So I'll break down some of the best nutrients and also some of the best foods that you can start adding into your diet to really support your immunity. Now, first up is your prebiotic and probiotic rich foods, because as I said, gut health is essential when it comes to nourishing your immune system. So these foods are going to feed and nourish the gut microbiome because they're rich in your beneficial bacteria, which support your gut. So anything fermented is a really good go-to when it comes to your probiotic-rich foods. So this is stuff like kimchi, sauerkraut, coconut yogurt, and kefir. They're really great. They're, you know, made with lots of great little bacteria in them. Um, Kombucha is also good as well, just depending on um, how it's made. Um, And then you want to look at your prebiotics. So your prebiotics are what feed the probiotics. Um, And this includes things like your leeks onions, artichoke and asparagus. So these foods are really great for nourishing your gut. And then, you know, you kind of, when it comes to gut health, you really want to try and reduce the intake of any things that are going to disrupt your gut microbiome. So, you know, alcohol, really processed sugars, um, processed foods, um, anything like that, anything that is, you know, really heavily processed, contains lots of artificial colors, flavors and preservatives. Um, you want to reduce the intake of those foods. So swap them around. Um, Next up, nutrients such as vitamin C, zinc, selenium, your B vitamins, iron, vitamin A are probably your most common immune nutrients. So we hear about those nutrients a lot, those antioxidants a lot when it comes to supporting the immune system. So the place you want to look for those foods is, you know, I could list off, you know, one or two different foods for each nutrient. But to be honest, if you are eating vibrant foods, you know, wholesome foods, things that are seasonal. You're having lean proteins, um, whole foods, nuts and seeds, and anything that is closest to their natural state as possible. From these foods, you're going to get one or more or even maybe all of those beneficial nutrients. You know, foods are an incredible thing and they provide our body with so many benefits. They contain, they're made up of so many nutrients, vitamins, minerals, goodness. So, you know, pick the wholesome stuff, you know, pick the vibrant fruits, pick the seasonal veggies, all of that, pick the lean proteins and you will get these um, great nutrients in there. Now, if you do, if you are some, sorry, if you are someone that kind of struggles with, what to eat or getting in extra vegetables or you're not really much of a fruit or veggie person because I get it sometimes it's hard or sometimes you feel like you're finding it hard to reach your desired intake for the day I would actually really suggest to try the happy way greens or reds powders now they're made up of either amazing greens or amazing red vegetables and fruits that are going to benefit your health. Um, And they're so easy to consume. They're a powder, so you'd mix it in water. They taste really, really delicious. And they are so abundant in your antioxidants, your vitamins and your minerals. And they cover pretty much majority of the nutrients that I've just ticked off. So if you find it hard to get in those nutrients and you're looking for something to add into your diet to support your immunity, then check out the reds or the greens. Personally, the reds powder is my all-time favorite Happy Way product ever. I have it every single day. I love it. It tastes so good. So yeah, that's just a little tip for there. 
And of course, there are also the well-known immunity foods. So these are things that you hear about a lot. So you'll probably hear about ginger, garlic, manuka honey, curcumin, which is turmeric, lemon, and things like green tea. You know, you hear about a lot of those things. And when you're sick, you, you're you generally gravitate towards those kinds of foods. You make teas out of them, all of those things. Now, there's a good reason why we often get told about these foods and it's because they do contain super beneficial anti-inflammatory benefits. So they're rich in vitamins. They're super rich in um, minerals and antioxidants and things like manuka honey, uh, really rich in antibacterial, antimicrobial and antiviral properties as well. So they're kind of like little superfoods for your immune, which is amazing. So these are the kind of foods that you want to get into your diet and really start focusing on if you feel that your immune system is a little bit sluggish. So like I said, focus a lot on your gut health. So that's really the core of everything. When your gut is healthy and thriving, you won't just notice a healthier immune system. You will notice that your skin is more vibrant, that your energy is better, that you think clearer, all of these great things. It's kind of connected to everything. And then, you know, focus on your really nice nutrients such as all your antioxidants and your iron and just make sure your levels are good. Um, And then, you know, your immunity foods, add those in every now and then, um, make teas, you know, kind of give it a little boost a little bit. So yeah, get them into you guys. Now, the last one that I'm going to chat about today is a super important part. I've said that they're all super important, but they really are. All of the points that I'm discussing today are really important. And the next one is stress. So stress causes havoc on the entire body. So when we're stressed, the immune system's ability to fight off antigens is actually reduced. So that is why we're more susceptible to infections when we're highly, highly stressed and there's just a lot going on. So the stress hormone corticosteroid can suppress the effectiveness of the immune system. Now, when I say stress, I'm not just referring to mental stress, but also physical and dietary stress. Now, this means over-exercising and under-eating. That puts a massive stress on your body. Um, Smoking and excessive alcohol use, big stress for the body as well. Each of these things, yeah, they just add an extra level of stress, you know. So if you're already mentally stressed and then you're over-exercising, you're really pushing yourself and you're not eating enough, um, not nourishing your body, and then you may be smoking or drinking plenty of alcohol, um, yes, that's just a whole other area of stress that you're getting into. Now, stress can impact pretty much everything, but it can impact your sleep cycle, which is what I said earlier before. Number one, that sleep is so, so crucial when it comes to general health and well-being and immune function. So when we're stressed, we're not sleeping well. We're probably not having a deep rest. It can cause digestive disturbances. So things like bloating, just gut issues in general. It can impact the way our body absorbs and distributes nutrients. So you know, if you're, you may be eating all these great foods, but you're highly stressed. So your body's kind of in that fight or flight mode. It's not really absorbing all those great nutrients that we just talked about from the great foods that you're eating and it's not nourishing your gut either. So you're not getting those benefits out of it as well. Um, It can also increase your heart rate. So it can make you feel more on edge, anxious and stressed, um, obviously. And it can raise your blood pressure and lower your number of lymphocytes, which basically support your immune system. So it really can impact lots of different areas of things. 
Now, what I suggest to do when it comes to stress, it really starts with your lifestyle um, and dietary does play a big role in it. So I'm going to go through a few points like I have with the others and discuss some things that you can start doing in your life and why they're important. Um, So first up is practice a low intensity exercise like yoga, stretching, nature walking, you know, get on the beach, go for a nice calming walk at least two times a week. You know, if you're someone that does six, five, six days of real high intensity exercising and you're highly stressed, you're not really doing anything for your body to connect back to itself, to relax and feel calm and connect to your breath. You know, I am the first one to put my hand up and say, I love high intensity exercise. It's my go-to. I do it all the time. But I always find that when I'm adding in that low intensity, you know, like a yoga class or I'm going to the beach and I'm going for a nice walk, I just find that my stress levels are not as high and as crazy as they could be. So really try and mix up your routine a little bit. Doesn't mean you can't do high intensity, still do it, but really make sure in between those real high intensity workouts, you are adding in more of a restorative practice. You know, you're giving yourself a chance to connect back with your body, to connect back with your breath. You know, it's also a great time for your body to recover and just reduce that stress. Now, next one is evaluate your lifestyle stresses and make a plan on how you can start to either get rid of them or manage them more effectively. Now, I get it. Some things in life, you know, when it comes to stress, it's so much harder to control them. But then there are things that you actually can control and you can reduce and you can eliminate. And a lot of the times we don't realize what it may be until you really sit down and have a think about it. So sit down and write a list, write about everything that is causing you stress, write about the the little details of what it is, and then go through that list and evaluate the things that you can maybe start to eliminate from your life. You know, for example, if there's a task at work that's really causing you stress, then Figure out how you can delegate to your other members, team members, you know, speak to your manager about it and ask, you know, how it can be a little bit more calmer for you, how you can get some more support, that kind of thing. If there's someone in your life, like a friend or someone that every time you're around them and they stress you out and they make you anxious, I mean, get away from them. Get it. You can do that. It's okay not to be around things and be around people and take on tasks that are really stressing you out. So start to evaluate your life and start to evaluate your routines and everything that's going on and figure out what are the things that I can eliminate? What are, what are the things that aren't as essential for me right now that I can reduce and take my energy off of that and put it on somewhere else? So there are things we can control and sometimes we just kind of plot through life and we don't think about it too much. But yes, make a list, figure out what it is that's stressing you out and then look at what you can eliminate. Now, next up is journaling, of course. So journaling daily about your thoughts, feelings and emotions. Now, a lot of the time when we're stressed, we don't even know what it is we're stressed about or we don't know the little gritty details of it all. And journaling is just 
an amazing practice to help you uncover that because it's if you're writing the same thing every day if you're if you've got your notebook out and you're writing the same little things every day you're going to realize wow this is really stressing me out this is really causing me a lot of anxiety i need to do something about that so journaling about your thoughts and feelings isn't just a way to release them and let them go and feel gratitude and all those great things but it's also a way for you to get in touch with your true self and also with what subconsciously may be going on for you that you're not too sure about. So, you know, get your patent pen out and start journaling. Do it every day. Figure out what's bothering you and also figure out what's you, what you're super grateful for and, and end the day on that note. Um, next up is don't smoke and reduce or eliminate alcohol as much as possible. If this is something you can control and you can get away from it, then do it. Do what is best for your body. Next up, incorporate as many whole foods as you possibly can into your diet that are minimally processed and rich in nutrients. A balanced diet is a great way to ensure you are giving your body everything it requires. Make sure to eat adequate amounts of protein, carbohydrates, healthy fats, and fiber-rich foods. Now, foods are like, they're amazing. What they're going to do for your body is so incredible. They provide you with nutrients, antioxidants, and all these incredible whole foods. What they do for you is they give your body what it needs to function. So they're going to provide your brain with neurotransmitters to help you deal with stress better. They're going to provide you with vitamin C to support your adrenal glands when you're super stressed. They're going to give your immune system what it needs to function optimally. So foods are just one of the one of the ways that you can really support your body. And it's it's so important. So, you know, really make sure you're making that effort every single day to eat whole foods, make sure you're eating a balanced diet, you're getting something from each food group and, you know, you're, you're picking the vibrant foods, the whole foods over the processed foods as much as you can. I get that processed foods are good to have every now and then. They're delicious. But, you know, predominantly we want to be making sure that whole foods are the, are the constant in our diet. Next up, stay hydrated and drink plenty of water. So our bodies are pretty much majority water. So if you're not hydrated, you're not drinking enough, you're not, you know, giving your body what it needs, it's going to be sluggish. It's not going to function optimally. Your digestion, your digestion is going to be sluggish as well. So really do your best, you know, drink two, three liters of water every day if you can. And lastly, get off social media, not completely, but just learn how to really limit your time and, you know, what you see online. Have a social media free time to help you clear your mind. So, you know, if you're highly stressed and there's a lot going on and then you get on your phone and you're inundated with all of these, you know, all of these things and people that you don't want to see or, you know, you start comparing your life to other people or you think, far out, look at that girl. She's so strong and healthy and she's got her shit together and I don't. And, you know, you, you get into that little rabbit hole you can actually limit that. You can stop that. You can put people on mute. You can unfollow people. You can be disciplined with yourself and not go on social media all the time. You know, you need to be hard on yourself sometimes in the sense that it's going to benefit you. You know, we always want to be kind to ourselves, but of course, sometimes you need to be disciplined and you need to say, no, I'm not doing that. That's not good for me. And I'm going to put my foot down and say no to myself. And that's what it takes. Social media is such a drainer. It affects so many things. It causes a bit of stress. Of course, there are so many amazing benefits of it. It's a place to connect. It's a place to 
you know, grow your business and, and do incredible things. But if you're finding that you're super stressed and at the end of the day, you're getting on social media and then you can't sleep and then it's just, you know, one thing after the other, then make some rules for yourself. You know, get have a social media free time, put your phone down as often as you can, you know, still use it for the amazing things that it does, of course. But yes, create some rules for yourself and be a little bit more disciplined because I find that the less you're on social media or the less you're just on your phone in general, you're more present in life. You get more done. Um, There's more time in your day to do all the tasks that you have. And that in itself is going to reduce your stress dramatically. So I feel like I have given you so much information today. I thought I could have gone on so many with so many more points about how to naturally support your immune system. But I just thought, you know what, sleep and vitamin D exposure, wholesome foods and reducing stress are so important for your immune system, for just your general health and well-being. And I just wanted to touch on those and give you the basics because when we get the basics right, I feel like everything else really just falls into place and makes it so much easier for us to achieve those goals. So yeah. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope you can take a few of those points. I hope you can create a really good routine and, you know, just start doing a few things that are going to benefit your sleep, get out in the sun every day, you know, really nourish your body with those wholesome foods and support your gut health and then reduce stress as much as you can. So I hope they were all very helpful. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of yourself. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials because that is how we grow. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. Bye.